0: for the fourth time.
1: The first attempt at recording was on me. I got tongue-tied and
0: flustered, so I restarted. And it's just been noise after noise after noise after noise, and it
2: drives me so, Unbelievably insane. You have no idea.
1: Like. I'll make
0: comments. During recording. And I usually edit them out. But this is. This has just been. Such a frustrating podcast. To get to. I've watched these episodes. Three times. And I'm still not retaining anything. From them. So this may be on the shorter end of podcasts, I don't know. But literally, I was... I I honestly... I don't go back and re-listen to the
2: podcasts. Because I do it, and then I edit it. And I don't want to listen to it again. But... I don't remember if I said this last time, but you know
0: i'm 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 hitting a point where I need a break, and I was trying to figure out the best way to do this and right after I did last the last podcast i uh I watched these episodes, did my notes, and then you know life happens and Things of that nature, and I just totally didn't get a chance to recording. And I rewatched the episodes, and I went, okay. Typed it up, so I have it digital. And I can just go through it without
2: having to flip the pages and do that extra editing. And then it's like okay, watch them again, try to
0: get them fresh in your head, did not retain them, try and record, been a frustrating experience, so I've got these, um, I want to say interruptions, but at the same time, I don't, like, these instances that I have to keep restarting and stopping and starting over, and On top of, I need a break because I've been, I think I did the math on the last podcast. I've been doing this show for so long and I still have some more to go. You know, I I just need that break and it's all compiling and it's, it's affecting me in the worst ways. Hopefully... Uh the rest of the series is a little bit smoother. There's not as many issues and kinda kinda just coast for the next few. So today wrapping up season seven of Still Game and last time
2: i i think i went on a couple tangents um about this season how it kind of it either completely or semi undoes season six um in this first episode i'm going to cover called small change
0: we find out it's a wedding anniversary and the wedding happened in season five. So again, it's that, it's that little bit of retconning that this season does, which help or doesn't help me. It gets me thinking, is this, A continuation from season five? Is it a continuation from season six? Where in the timeline does it Because, and I really talked about this last time, we have the Klansman again. It's no longer Jenny's, and that was the end of season four. So it's just hard to discern when is... This season's supposed to pick up. Is it in season five? Is it a replacement for season six? And they just act like things didn't happen. And I'm a very linear person.
2: If you tell me this timeline, that's the timeline I'm going by. But this just kind of upends all that.
1: In finishing season seven,
0: I'm going to cover the episodes Small Change. Heavy petting and down and out, and I have to admit down and out is one of my favorites, like when I first watched this when the season first came to Netflix, uh I went to work the next day and I was talking to my coworker, and I was like, Oh man, this show it's so it's good, it's a bunch of old people, it's comedy, blah blah blah. And I told him about this episode, and he goes, I kind of need to watch it. So I brought it up on my phone, and I said, cool, check this out. And we watched it, and he had a blast watching it. He's like, oh my god, that is so amazing. He didn't have Netflix at the time. I don't know if he does now,
1: but he was really interested in checking the series out. All right, so let's get this started
0: with the episode, Small Change.
2: Jack is over at Victor's apartment. They're looking at a TV schedule, and they decide to watch a house swap style show.
0: Guy A goes and lives in Guy B's house, and Guy B lives in Guy A's house. And they got to talking, you know well, how would that change Jack and Victor if Jack lived at Victor's and Victor lived at Jack's? They said, well, you know, our days we'd go meet each other would, would, alter, would flip back the other way, so if Jack goes and sees Victor on a Tuesday, well, now Victor goes and sees Jack on a Tuesday. And Victor says that, you know, He'd be worried about his chip pan and his place. He says, well, how's that? And he says, well, you put chips on, fall asleep, forget about them. And the whole place goes up in fire. And there's the handle. sub, melted black puddle of plastic and the curtains, boof, they're gone. And Jack says, well, I'd have nothing to worry about. How's that? because I'd be, I'd be burnt to a crisp. And as they're talking, Victor jumps up and he goes, oh no, well, what was wrong? He goes,
2: I left my chip pan on. So Victor's trying to burn down his apartment and blame it on Jack. Jack, Victor, and Winston are at the cafe when Isaac
0: comes in and she sits down with them and uh, Sinead, comes up, and Sinead was in, uh, oh, I forget the, the title of the episode, um, there was an episode where Jack and Victor, uh, they took over, well, they didn't really take over, uh, let me think here. Doing this off the cuff is not very good for me. Um, that's why I'm a sucky DM for my Dungeons & Dragons group. Um, a guy jumped out of the building, killed himself, and Jack and Victor, they were basically doing what that guy was supposed to do, driving people here and there. Um, well, they drove Fergie, who was the leader of the Neds, before um, Ennis came and cleaned up the town. Or, well, Fergie said he was their leader. Well, he said he liked the girl at the cafe, and then they ended up getting married. Um, so, yeah, we're we're really going back for a little bit of history. But anyway, the Sinead lady works in the cafe, and she asks Isaac if she wants anything, and says, no, I'll just have tea, I'm not that hungry. Though I could do a sausage roll. Uh, Put an egg on it, some bacon,
2: forkful of beans, some black pudding, and a tatty scone on top. And then... She says, congratulations on your one-year anniversary. How'd you know? She says, well,
0: I just saw Fergie getting you some flowers. Or, she says, I saw Fergie getting you something for your anniversary. And then she goes, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, it was flowers. Like, it was that kind of thing. Like, Isa just cannot keep anything to herself for, like, ten seconds. And then... After that, she uh, she adds a tomato to her order and Fergie comes in with some flowers, gives them to Sinead, and she goes, oh, I got something for you too, and she hands him a bottle of Aftershave. And he goes, what do you spend all that money for? Calvin Klein? She goes, that's only six quid. That's Calvin clone.
2: And he sprays it twice and immediately these women behind him start coughing. So Fergie sits down with Jack, Victor, Winston, and Isa.
0: And they say, so how are you going to celebrate your one-year anniversary? Oh, we're going to go get a KFC. And they said, okay, well, we know the 75th, the 50th, the 25th, that you know, what what these anniversaries are. And Somebody says, so the first anniversary is chicken? No, 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 no. The first year is paper. And Jack says, and that's what a KFC is wrapped in. And
2: Fergie looks right at him. That was my thinking. So when they have this little
0: discussion, this beautiful red headed young lady comes in and Fergie is staring at her. She comes in, she's got like a I don't know if it'd be like a business suit. It's it's like a gray suit and the white gosh, I don't I wish I knew more about fashion. Fashion to me is like a t shirt and jeans, okay? But The part underneath kind of frills out along the, uh, I want to say lapel, the part that folds back on the front. God, I I am not good with fashion terms at all. Uh, so she's got this gray suit in the white part underneath kind of frills out over it. And she sits there and she's on her phone and... I just like, what are you looking at that Lassie for? What Lassie? That Lassie. The Lassie sitting across from us in the flattering light with her phone out? I'm not looking at her. And Sinead yells out to Fergie, and then she mouths, I don't understand this part. She calls out to Fergie, and then she mouths the words, thank you. I didn't like understand that part and she comes back out with this monstrosity of a sausage roll and she hands it to Isa and says enjoy
2: your roll and as Isa's leaving Victor asks her if she wants to hand out the door with that. Bobby is walking down the street and he comes up to V's and there's a big
0: sign. Uh, I forget the exact wording but basically to celebrate being in business for 40 years prices were rolled back to 1976 when he first opened the shop. Uh Bobby goes in and he says, "You know, congratulations. That's that's a that's a hell of a shift." And all this. And Navid tells him, "You know, if it was available for purchase in his store in nineteen seventy six. There's a rollback price for it. He says, Okay, well, I'll take a bunch of a bunch of bottles of alcohol and a bunch of fags. Bunch of cigarettes. Sorry, they're exempt. Well, why is that? Because I didn't have the time to phone Customs and Excise and tell them I was having a rollback experience and I need to roll back my alcohol and cigarette er, you know, prices. I said, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So then he starts asking for, like, candy and Pringles and stuff. And he goes, nope, was not available in the UK or in my store in 1976. Like, they tried Pringles. Pringles been around for donkeys. Donkeys' ages or donkeys' years. He says, very true. They launched in 1967. I don't remember if this was the actual year. And he says they launched in 1967 goes okay, get them beeped he he says that was in the u s they did not hit the u k until nineteen eighty one again, I don't know the years I'm just throwing out numbers right now hoping, hoping hoping I remember the dialogue and he says, Is there anything in here for sale that you had in nineteen seventy six and he goes yeah the, this place is a treasure trove of savings so he's going around guessing, and he's going hot, 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 cold, 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 playing that game with him. And is kind of nodding over to an area, and Bobby picks up a bottle of bleach and says, Bleach, you dick. And goes, Very nice. Today's price? 35 pence. 1976 rollback bonanza
2: experience price? 34 pence. And Isa says, "Oh,
0: Naylok, did you have fun playing with or playing our game with us today?" And goes, "Yeah, I've had a lovely. Oh, but I don't need bleach." <laughs> and Bobby then proceeds to tell Navid
2: that his job is very cushy, and Navid takes offense to this.
1: Fergie comes into the Klansman to talk to Jack and Victor.
0: They were married. They'll they can help him with what he's experiencing right now. He's he's married and he saw a beautiful young lady and he doesn't know what to do. So you know, they they go into this, well, women have all these different needs and you have to meet these needs and blah blah blah. And they end up into some weird talk, like they're talking about like a, they do this thing through these episodes where they misspeak, like at the beginning of this one, they said, well, what are we watching? Or you have an idea of what you want to watch? It was something along those lines. And Victor says, uh, gobble box. And Jack's like, gobble box? It's goggle box. What'd I say? Gogglebox. It's a bunch of people sitting around watching porno movies. Well, now, talking to Fergie, they say, you gotta find a woman's G-Plan. G-Spot. What'd I say? G-Plan. That's
2: furniture. They do that through these episodes. Jack tells Fergie to carpe diem. This is Jack's definition.
0: Toe the line. Do the right thing. Straighten up and fly right. So Fergie goes. He finds Mick. And Mick says, What does Carpe Diem mean? He says, Act in the moment. Now's the time. Seize the day. So Fergie's like, Oh, sees the day. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Victor. And he does this like he makes a fist and puts it over his heart when he when he thanks them. And then he walks off. I'm like, what was the point in that? That made no sense to me. So Navid has now gone into the clansmen, and he orders a large apology from Bobby. And the two are about to come to. About about to come to blows. Jack and Victor step in and separate him. And and Jack says, you know, this is disgraceful. Two grown men, you know, going at this. Well, one grown man, another one with learning disabilities.
2: But you get the point.
0: (laughs) And, you know, they ask what the root of the matter is. Bobby says he could do Navid's job easy peasy lemon squeezy. Naveed says Bobby has the cushier job. Easier, peasier, lemon squeezier. In this next scene, Fergie's checking out Kaylee, that's the name of the uh red headed young lady. And there's this like highly sexualized fantasy of her selling a vacuum cleaner. She's got on these like.
2: Dressy high heeled. Like. Shoes. Like you can basically see her foot in it. And she takes the heel and
0: turns on the vacuum. And. She's supposed to take the vacuum and suck stuff up off the carpet. But then she turns it on and she's messing with the hose and she gets, like, her top caught in it. And then she's working the hose and it's all very super sexualized. And she starts taking her hands and twisting the end of the hose and then it blasts all this stuff out. Onto the potential buyers and all like in the whole scene, she's like giggling and then when she turns it off, everything comes back to reality.
2: This guy's like no sale and she is like, she looks defeated. And Fergie knocks on the, he takes his ring off and knocks on the window and waves to her.
0: So now we have some of Navid's banter. Jack and Victor come in and they say what's going on. And they hear Navid's voice. Be with you in a minute. And they said, "What?" And Eric and Tom are like, "Yeah, it yeah." And they they realize, you know, Bobby and Navid are switching places for the week and the first to come back uh they say greeting basically the one that comes back and says i lose loses this deal you know who's, who's got the better job kind of deal so if he comes up and he goes ah oh, here we go bob hope and bing crosby Well, what do you say to that bing give us a couple of drinks ba 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 bag Two pints, brick, and
2: Navid takes shit off nobody. We've established this. sis "What did you? What did you say?" Two
0: pints. After that, brick, you come in here, and you call me a male appendage, a stinking unwashed phallus.
1: And Victor's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! That that's not how this works." So he basically tells Jack and Victor, you don't do
0: that to him. And then he says, Isa, go fetch this, go fetch that. And she says, I don't work for you here, I work for you at the store. I'm getting pissed. Winston comes in, he says, large whiskey Naveed. Am I having a stroke? No. So if he gives him a little bit of a little bit of whiskey and he goes I ordered a large. Well, that's all you're getting because you have, uh, is it two emotions? I think it says you have two emotions, despondency and rage. And that's because you're an endless cycle of alcoholism, basically. He says, well, that's why I need the whiskey to get rid of my hangover. Uh, Bobby has decided to give me the afternoon off because there's nobody in the store. It's dead quiet. She laughs and she leaves. Kids come in and ransack the entire store.
1: Like, he, like, Bobby gets trampled. And
2: back at the pub, Tom has changed prices for a few things when Navita's away. He says,
1: I'm
0: Doctor Who. We're going back in time. And, um,. Uh, he says, hey, Naveed, I'd like to order a couple things. Naveed comes over. He says, okay, I want a cheese toasty, a a Cointreau, and something else. He says, okay. And he figures up, uh, 28 pence. So, he makes him a cheese toasty. Grilled cheese, basically. Based on what I've seen, it's basically a grilled cheese. Um... Gets him a drink and he says, you know, after he gets the toasty to Tom, he goes, I forgot to ask what you want in your Cointreau. Uh, Dash of lemonade, please. He says, okay. That's 28 pence for the Cointreau, the toasty, and something else. And he takes the thing of lemonade and sprays Tom down. And he says, and four pound 12 for the dash. Do you think my head button's in the back? Like, Naveed knew, when he saw those presses, he knew immediately
1: somebody was up to something and Tom outed himself.
2: Fergie comes into the pub with Kaylee and Jack and Victor pull him off the like, side. what are you doing? Oh,
0: well, I'm seizing the day like you told me, carpe diem. He says, no, that's not what carpe diem means. And they look at Winston, what's carpe diem mean? It means seize the day. Now's the time. Don't wait. And then Winston looks at Fergie and says, That means get her knickers off. Scanty, pull down, pull downium or something. Panties, remove us. And they said, No, 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 no. It, It means toe the line. And everyone is against Jack on this. Like, no, it does not mean that. And while they're talking, Kaylee has decided to ask her parents to come in. And she goes, Fergie, I thought it'd be nice if our parent if my uh, bleh, I thought it'd be nice if my parents could join us and she kisses them on the cheek. Well, right when she kisses him on the cheek, Sinead and her friends come in. Fergie, Yoy filthy pig, Sinead.
2: So in
0: the store Bobby wakes up to an empty store except for pineapple aid. Okay, I don't know why this is, but when the power went out and people were buying stuff, nobody wanted pineapple aid. Even now, when you could steal from the entire store, no pineapple aid. They it just gets left on the shelf. Uh, Mina comes back. She says she wants her husband back. Fergie is trying to get out, of saying Sinead is his wife. Kaylee says, who was that lassie that came in when I kissed you? Jack? Victor? Winston? Tom? Eric? Naveed?
1: That was Sinead. His wife. The creeps married. Sinead comes back with her parents, and her parents are ticked.
0: And... I can't read my own typing. Somehow they all get settled down and they kind of approach this like a trial almost. Isa, what do you know? Okay. You. Okay, you. And they're trying to calmly get everybody's side and figure out what happened. And at one point. Uh, Kaylee looks at Sinead and says, Well, if you paid him any attention, he wouldn't come sniffing around me. I'm sitting here going, Now, wait a minute. Is that, does that mean bad for you? Or, like, how does that statement work? Because it just, to me, it feels like she's, like, dogging on herself. Well, Navi comes up from changing a barrel, and he tells them all to shut up. get there, Jerry Springer. Not He doesn't say Jerry Springer. I'm saying Jerry Springer. Tells him to take their Jerry Springer show and get out of the pub. And then he says, I'm refusing to sell any more alcohol. Why? What's your problem? You you, you sell booze all day long in your shop. He goes, yeah. You go home and consume it. Here, I have to watch it. And Bobby comes in, tells Navid he wants, says, Navid, your job is no cushy. After... Naveed says, "You need to say that." And Naveed is celebrating. Goes, "Ah, this job is crazy cushy. Peace of piss." That's it, champion and Bobby. You can kiss my ah, and he falls down into the cellar. We have some credits. Jack and Victor, when we come back from the credits, Jack and Victor see Fergie and Sinead on a bench, and they've made up. You know, they they hashed out their issues. And Jack says, you know, case okay, so Sarah, so What's that mean? And Victor's real quick to be like, nope, come on, Jack, let's go.
1: And that's the end. A small change. This one is called Heavy Petting.
0: I my headphones set a certain way, and I, I adjust them to where I need them, and now they just feel weird. Uh, Victor's on the phone with his son, John, and John's telling him all about Honolulu and taking a helicopter in the volcano and a luau and all these different things that his family's doing. And we have found out it has been seven years since Victor saw John and his family. So we know, based on the timeline of the show, Victor faked being sick. I think it was in season four. I could be wrong. So it has been at least seven years since that unless they erase that part of the timeline and they're like you know I I don't know this this season like it it obliterates the timeline. It drives me crazy. So Jack and Victor they get to talking about dogs and you know they like taking a they each like to take in a dog for a couple of weeks and just have that little bit of companionship and whatnot. So if they go to Isa's and I just got a computer and she tells them she's on Facebook. And she says, you know, I'm on the Facebook and she's like, she's filling out their application. She's like really typing. They're like, oh, wow, you're you're pretty quick at that. And she goes, well, it can't be a gossip with slow fingers. You know, it, if I took time to sit and look and type, and, you know, you can't be a gossip like that because everyone's already spread all the news
2: while you're still trying to get one thing out. She gets the application sent in, and
0: they go to leave, and she goes, fat bastard. Jack takes offense. He's like, excuse me? She goes, oh, I'm in a chat with Peggy McAlpine. And this is weird. I wrote continuity error. Okay, I gotta find this note. So, she says she's in a chat with her, and, you know, what she says, and what Peggy says, what she replies. But when you look at the screen, there's nothing there. And they talk to her, apparently there's this, uh, a uh, cake baking competition coming up and Peggy always wins and Isa wants to beat her and then she calls Victor a skinny prick on the way out as Jack and Victor leave Isa went to the shop has Mina try a bite of cake Mina doesn't like it so Isa buys different or buys some ingredients for a cake and Naveed he's Navid uh, or Naveed is behind the counter. Isa and Winston are there. And Mick has come in. He's looking for mice. Winston, Isa tries to tell Winston in a couple things. And he says, I know about the bake-off. As if Mick is back on uh, drugs. And then says, and then Isa tells him about Jack and Victor getting ducks. It was why are they getting dogs? I should get dogs. I I love dogs. And. One for, or as it says. You're dog daft. And. Winston says. Well. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't have a dog. And. Naveed says. Yeah. It's kind of hard to take a. Dog for a nice long hop.
2: So. Victor. Victor Jack, and there's a
0: lady with them, and they're talking, and Victor opens the door, and Isa falls into the room, catches herself, and then backs out, and as she backs out, she puts her foot in her empty mop bucket, and she walks away like defeated, like like she was trying to escape something and got caught, and I don't know, so Jack and Victor. And this lady they agree on a time
2: for her to come back with dogs. And Jack tells Aizen not to spread it around to everyone. They want the uh Uh they want the dogs to arrive in a peaceful environment. And Jack and Victor are looking at their
0: scores and Victor goes, I got a forty. What'd you get, Jack? Forty four. Why didn't you get a forty four? Maybe because my place had dog chews and dog toys put around. Or maybe it's because my place was cleaner. So now we have Isa actually in a chat with Peggy.
2: And what she said earlier is now typed. Or excuse me, what she says she typed earlier is now being said in the chat.
0: And the way it's typed, the way it's typed, it looks like a reply, but it's actually the
2: start of their conversation. Tom and some random people we've never seen before show up on the
0: landing. The lady brings up this large dog. I don't know what breeds they are. I didn't look them up. Uh, Victor gets a large dog, and his name is, oh my gosh, it has this, like, weird name. Eastern Shimmer of Golden Sahara Sunset or something. And they said, is he got anything shorter? You can call him Zeus. And Jack's like, wait, wait, there's supposed to be two. There's a second one, right? Yes, there's a second one. We didn't want to put them in the elevator at the same time. So up comes this much smaller dog and oh, what's his name? Onion. Doesn't he have a big fancy name like that? Whoa, what what kind of name is that? I
2: think they called it the breeder name. She goes, Onion. Isaac goes to the pub, brings a cake for Bobby to taste, so he takes a mouthful,
0: and after after he clears the cake out of his mouth, he grabs one of his uh sprayers and sprays it directly in his mouth. too dry, wee bit you know just a really just choked up voice just saying wee bit." We see winston walking he's dwelling on the dog thing i'm the dog man i'm the dog man of craigling i love dogs why do they get dogs and he sees mick paying for a bag of something from a guy so he goes over there says mick oh what's in the bag and he he lists off these different names is it is it mexican mud is it oh my gosh i don't even know all the names Basically he's asking if it's drugs and he goes, No, it's crickets. Cricket, is that what the young folks are smoking now? He goes, No, cricket could you imagine lighting like, a cricket fag? And he he tells them that they're crickets for his pal who has exotic creatures. Check and Victor are in the apartment, they're talking about their dogs. Oh yeah, dog. It's a loyal companion and blah blah blah, and it eventually gets down into. Oh, your dog is so big. Your dog is so small, and then. Uh, Victor hits Jack with a with a good one, to the point where Jack can't come back, and he says, "Your dog's an asshole." Winston and Mick, they go to Mick's buddy's apartment and they see a guy who has a bunch of exotic pets and my typing is atrocious. Um, there's a venomous snake slithering around on the ground and Mick says, be careful I don't want him to bite you. He goes, it's rubber. The snake's not rubber. That That's real. It's deadly, man. He goes, no, my leg's rubber. He goes, why? Because you're So scared you're shaking in your boots. He doesn't know Winston has a fake leg. At least I don't think he knows. Uh, Winston talks to the guy and he gets this uh, very dangerous tarantula for a week. He he says it's 200 quid. About for a week, just a loner, you know, see if we get along, see if I'm cut out for it. And, you know, if I'm not, then I'll bring him right back to you. So he agrees to it, tells him, you know,
1: keep your place warm. This is what it eats, blah, blah, blah. Victor,
0: we're back in uh, Jack's apartment, and Victor has two chops for Zeus. There's only the best for Zeus. And Jack says, oh, no, this is what you want, Chub." says, onions had five tins of it already, two bits of sausage, two bits of toast, an egg he stole off my plate. I'm like, so he's had five cans of dog food, two pieces of sausage, two pieces of toast, and an egg, and you're giving him another can of dog food. That's re... I've never seen anyone feed a dog that much. And he... Opens the tin, he starts shaking the can, getting it to come out. And when the whole thing comes out, they both, you know, pull their heads back because it's, apparently it's got a really bad smell. Puts it down and he starts eating it, and you hear a fart noise come through. He
1: goes, "Man, there's onion farting like that." And Victor says, "That's not a fart." So Isa has taken another cake to the clansman. Ask Bobby to
0: try it, and he is trying to get everybody out of there. He is trying to shut the clansmen for the night. They're like, it's the middle of the afternoon. So, he takes a bite. He goes, Oh, that's edible. And he says, Okay, you either got to try it now. Tom tries it. Oh, mommy, daddy. Eric went way over the top. He tries it and goes, Isa, will you do me the honor of becoming my wife? Um,. And Winston comes in with Peggy and He's got a bag and they say well, what's in the bag Winston? What bag? Oh this bag and he pulls out the tarantula cage and Chug immediately knows what kind of tarantula it is You know very dangerous uh, You know make sure it stays in the cage and all that stuff We have a scene of Victor walking Zeus Things are going fine. Jack is carrying onion. Onion he went to take onion for a walk and onion will not move, so he's picked him up and carried him. Uh Zeus sees a cat and immediately takes off after it and pulling Victor. Uh Peggy and Isa I, I wrote they trade offs like Oh you bugger off. You can You can also go off. The word runs with duck. Uh, You know, it's those kinds of barbs. We got some Bobby's banter. Oh, oh, look who it is, Scooby and Scrappy-Doo. And there's no reply from Jack or Victor. Winston shows them the tarantula. Zeus runs forward, causing Winston to drop the cage and now the tarantula is out. And Tom, when when Chug says, you know, this thing could kill an elephant, everybody panics. Tom grabs the king, death by chocolate, throws it on the floor. Totally missing the tarantula. Jack throws some booze at it. Get a hold of yourself, Jack. It's a killer, Bobby. And Victor throws one. (laughs) Somebody says, did you get it? No, but it might be Pish now. Apparently, I didn't put this in. Um, I'm just going to put this in now because I forget when it happens. There's a scene where the tarantula is coming down the dartboard. And Bobby throws a dart at it. to try to get to stick on there. And he misses and the thing drops to the floor. There's... Several different things going on, and I'm just throwing that in there. I forget exactly when it goes in. Mick comes in, and Bobby's trying to get them all out of the pub. He doesn't want to see any of them get bit. He doesn't want to see anything happen to any of them. They say, no, we have to capture this thing alive, because if it gets out and bites a pensioner or a kid or... They see Onion is laying next to the spider. And... He said, oh no, the the spider killed the dog. And Mick gets down there and he goes, oh, no, the dog's still alive. I, I know what the problem is. And he presses on it and the dog lets out this disgustingly pungent uh, fart. Everyone, like, everyone's like, oh my God, that's bad. He said, oh, it's just been jammed. Someone been feeding him chocolate. He ate the cake. Tom threw on the floor to kill the spider with. Isaac comes up, scares the hell out of Poppy. Like he's grabbing his chest and she goes, I need to go, I need to get to my, my baking competition. So he lets her out. They say, okay, we need to catch this thing. They said, crickets, this thing will eat crickets. They say, okay, we'll get a couple out. And we'll try to, like, lure it as bait and, like, capture it under something. So he rips open the entire bag and there's there's bugs flying around everywhere. Nobody noticed, but the spider crawled into a bag. Same bag that Isaac carried out. So after the cricket scene... We see the baking competition. The judge is going to the contestants. What do you call this? Pineapple, walnut, something or other. Miss Drennan, what do you call this? Chocolate, peanut butter, gateau. And Peggy pulls her cake out and there's an upside down tarantula burnt to a crisp. And what are you calling this? Biter cake? And we have some credits. Come back. Isa's got her trophy. The dogs are gone. Things have pretty much settled down. The exotic pet owner comes in and Winston says he got out. Um, it was killed. I'll square you up for it. He goes, what about the other one? What other one? Uh, the, fir- the one that got out, they called Bible John. Because if he bites you, you're going to need a Bible. And then the other one he named Peter Sutcliffe. And when he says there was another one, a bigger one, they all jump up on the seat immediately. And he's just like,
1: what the hell? And that's the end of Heavy Petting. this one is called
2: Down and Out. Jack and Victor are sitting down. Behind a fence. And
0: there's a large group of people behind them. And we come to find out they're waiting to watch an apartment building come down. Uh Isa informs us, uh, there was a kid. He was like, Oh yeah, I used to live there and you gotta do this and they said, See what he did. He think he thinks he's old enough like us, he's gotta be right here. And they say, you know. Go on, go go stand somewhere else. I was just talking to him, making shit up. Oh yeah, I talked to the gaffer and all this. He talked to me and... Did he really? Yeah, 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 he did. Turns out she was eavesdropping. You see what she did, Victor? Was she distracted us with all of her talk so she could scoot up here to the front when we've been camped out here. They tell her to chase herself. But while she's up there, she tells them that all the occupants were sent to Braemar Care Home. Uh, she goes off, and then Winston comes up. Blue badge, holder coming up. They, they, they say, oh, uh, counselor McVitie assured Jack and Victor that their apartments are safe. Oh, yes, 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 that's right, lads. Peggy. And one of her friends come up and they block, they stand directly in front of Jack and Victor. And Jack is going to say something to Peggy, but Victor's like, no, 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 she'll squash you, just like that building's going to get squashed. And we see the building collapse. And they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'll never forget that until I die.
2: Oh, well, Maybe you can come down and tell us about it, you big eclipsing bastard.
0: After the buildings fall, Winston sees Tom going through the rubble. He goes, you know, there's gold in that there, rubble. He's just picking different things up that he can sell and he can trade with. Uh, at the Klansman, Bobby serves the counselor a drink and the counselor takes a call. We have some Bobby's banter. Oh, look who it is, Kegney and Lacey. Shut up, Bobby. It would they take a detective to work out, you're a bellend. Prick. And they get to talking and um Oh this was funny I didn't mention this When Poppy's serving the counselor he says You know I voted for you in the primary Oh thank you for your vote Oh it's not because I thought you were good It's because the other two were just wankers <laughs>
1: I voted for you because the other guy sucks So Tom and Winston show up
0: in the cart full of their findings from the rubble. He says, uh, two whiskeys, two scampy fries, and two something else. He says, Okay, well this is how much it costs. He goes, you know that clock hasn't worked in some time. How about this clock? And Bobby takes the trade of that clock for the food and the booze. And several or a few times Jack and Victor say, you know, the councilor McVitie says our apartments are safe, they're not going to come down. Well, now we find out that the counselor's not exactly true to his word, and their apartments are due to come down next. So they have a big meeting for the occupants, and the there, and he stands up, and he's giving this brave heart speech, you know these are residents and you're taking away their homes and all this. And he goes, "Uh, which flats do you live in? He goes, I wouldn't live in those flats, I live in a bungalow. This is for residents only. Residents of the apartments only. They say flats. So, they asked Naveed to leave.
2: And this whole time,
0: Everybody's pissed. Uh Jack yells out, hang your head in shame. And
2: McVitie says something and at one point Victor just yells out, toilet. We're just yelling things out, right?
1: Um, after Naveed leaves,
0: this lady stands up and she says, I work for Braymar Care Home, we have some uh occupants from the previous apartment building, and Eric stands up and says, It's a care home. It's in the name, Eric. Sit down. That's that's me, that's not what that's not said in the episode. She goes, Oh, and you know, we have a game room, we have TV, uh you can do this and that and the other and our food oh my gosh our our chef came from hotel duvan You have to try lasagna to which jack stands up and says i like lasagna and then he sits down so jack and victor decide they're gonna go see this care home so they're checking it out Is is that a 50 inch tv 56, and it just came in this week. Uh, people are outside. When the weather's nice, we have a cookout, and, you know, we we have all these amenities. Jack, or, uh, Tom and Winston are trying to sell items they found in the rubble. This old woman's looking at a teapot. How much you want for it? Fiverr. fiver? She's looking at it, and checking it out she's shaking real bad Because goes if if you drop it consider it sold or if you break it, it you bought it kind of deal and she says I'll give you three he goes "Deaf as well as shaky five and she holds it out in front like she's holding it over the table and now she's turned and she drops it Parkinson's is a bitch isn't it and she walks off Jack and Victor are alone, and this guy comes up, and he says, do you know what what this food is made out of? Old people. And she comes up, and she's like, okay, it's time to go in here. It's time for nap time or whatever. You know, we'll get you a hot cocoa. You know what the cocoa's made out of?
2: So this kind of doesn't sit well with Jack and Victor.
0: Uh Tom and Winston, they're going through stuff. They find those like nesting dolls. We're going to get five for this one. Four, three, two, one. Uh plays We're in the money on the piano. Uh Jack, Victor, and Isa have their apartments emptied out. And we find out Isa is gonna go live with her son Colin. And Jack and Victor are gonna be moved to some apartments up in Park Mill. Now we have found out through the history of the app ep- or the history of the show that Park Mill is a very bad place to be. Um in the episode four Victor's birthday, that's where they went and they were chased at a TV drop through the raft. And Isa says or they say we'll we'll be on the good side of Park Mill and she goes, Oh, is that where they say Please give us your money, you old bastard? They they say bastard a lot. So one week has passed since they moved out of the apartments. Jack and Victor are in line for food. And this lady slops some cabbage on
2: the tray. And...
0: Oh, man, I forget how this starts. Um... Oh, Victor gets cabbage on his. And Victor says, what is that? And Jack says, is it cabbage? Because I'd love some. Is it cabbage? And Victor says, can I trouble you for a ladle if they might be beans? And she gives them shit. Go sling your hook. You know, what happened to the lasagna? The lasagna. This is Madge, not DiMaggio's.
1: You know, sling your hook. Get out of here. Jack and Victor
2: go to the the TV room.
0: They change the channel and they hear Isa say, change it back, I was watching this show. And they look over and, and they see Isa and Jack says, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, I, I had to get away from my daughter-in-law. I love my son Colin, but his wife's an utter gobshite. You can't get a word in edgewise with her. So, the gossip doesn't like being around another gossip because she can't gossip because the other one is too busy gossiping.
2: Um, the lady who's in charge of the care home comes in and says, "You had a You had a
0: you had a show on called Queens of Pole Dancing or something like that." So. That upset some viewers, so you don't have remote control privileges anymore. Uh, this guy says he lost some money to you in a poker game. The cards have been taken and destroyed. And you went to a pub. And you left the gate open, and a couple of residents got out. No one is allowed in or out after nine p.m. A curfew. So they lost their T V remote control privilege. They can't play cards. They're on a curfew. And she she says, But they're having a party for us at at the Klansman to you, you know, they're pulling our flats down tomorrow, uh, uh you know it's our last night of as residents of Craig Lang.
2: You're no longer residents of Craig Lang your residence of Braymar care home so the party at the Klansman is has hardly kicked off
0: and somebody calls to tell them or tell Bobby that Jack Victor Neuza cannot go because of this curfew and this is one thing I did like about Bobby in this episode um, he says everybody gets a free drink I you know, I want a pint of vodka. And when the news comes in that Jack Victor and I can't make it, Jack says, can we have their free drinks? Shut up, Dom. Like, it was one of those very subtle, like, not the time kind of things. And they said, is there nothing we can do? And
1: Naveed says, of course there's something we can do. Because you know Naveed. So, they're all there at the uh,
0: care home. And they're kind of, one guy's like, you know, you need to be quiet. Because this ain't a library. Uh, the lady comes in and says, well, isn't this nice? We're all just here enjoying each other's company and watching TV and blah, blah, blah. I'll see you in the morning. She leaves. Uh, there was some discussion. I'm gonna say what they said. Um, this is not to encourage people to do these things. Um, this is talk of suicide. Um, obviously, you know, please seek help for yourself or somebody you know that's in that's distressed. Um, but uh, these three, you know, their lives have just been appended, you know. Here you were pretty come and go as you please out of your place and now you're stuck with a curfew somewhere. And Jack says, Victor, what are you going to do? And he says, well, I'm going to get my jammies on, get a hot water bottle and slash my wrists. What are you doing, Jack? He goes, oh, I'm going to go find a bottle of something to drink and that'll be the end of that. I just says, well, if, if either of you could be bothered to pick up that that vase and smash my my head in so obviously don't do those things i'm just telling you what they said in the episode to
2: how they felt about you know what it was like being treated that way so then they start hearing this sound at the window and all three of them get up and they look out
0: And there's Bobby, Naveed, Tom, Winston, Eric, Peggy. And they're like, go around to the back. So they go and let them in. They all come in and Eric's just kind of like wobbly. What's wrong with Eric, is he pissed? No, Peggy was sitting on him in the van. So now the care home, they're having this party. Like, even the people that were there longer than, than Jack, Victor, and Isa, they're enjoying themselves. They, they look like they're just happy that they're not being so, like, beaten down by life. Uh, Tom and Winston, they decide to duck out because they're going to go ravage the apartment building and take some stuff, sell it, try and make some money. And
2: Winston says, how are we going to move stuff? he goes Tom says I've got the kid in a van's van Naveed's van so they go and you know the party's still going on
0: and uh, Tom's up in Jack's flat apartment whatever and you hear a voice say security what are you doing up here Tom turns around oh I was just I was just and it's Winston he's like uh Ah, nah, that that gotcha. Says, well, what'd you find? He goes, well, I found two cups, a pillow with a peacock on it. It's something I've never experienced in Eyes Flat before. What's that? Complete blissful silence. And they have a laugh. And they're looking through this this table. They call it a sideboard. I'm not sure if it's like a table cabinet like a table with, like, doors on it, like a cabinet, you know? But they find a bottle of, of, a bottle with an alcohol label on it. And they pour some in these cups. And we got to Jack and Victor sitting down. And Jack says, what do you think they're doing right about now? Right about now, probably drinking our pish. At this point, we know, we see them take a drink, and they're like, oh, my God. oh." My question is, wouldn't it have a smell to it? Like, wouldn't you have been able to like instantly smell something? Um. They they go through the kitchen. They find a bottle of navy rum. The next morning, we see Navid snoring, and this lady, and. Two orderlies are with her. They go through the they go through the care home and they see Jack climbing out a window. He says, "Get it up, you you nurse ratchet faced bastard!" And you know the whole gang is is walking out of the place after climbing through that window or you know just whatever. And they go back to Navid. And one guy, he shakes Naveed. Naveed, he's, he's like, Mina, you should give me a tug. And when she clears her voice, or I'm sorry, clears her throat, he wakes up and he's like, wait a minute. She says, don't bother leaving. I'm calling
2: the police. The doors are locked. So at this point, Naveed doesn't say anything
0: he gets up and you hear this like dramatic like brave heart music he picks up the water cooler the jug's empty and the the thing's you know, lightweight plastic and he rears it back like it's going at them and then he throws it through a glass door, grabs his jacket and walks out while the residents cheer him on and she is just fuming,
1: like she just has this super angry look on her face. And Naveed, he grabs his jacket, he walks out,
0: cause Naveed don't take shit off nobody,
2: even if he doesn't say anything. Everyone is gathered for the demolition and we
0: find out that Tom and Winston fell asleep after... Okay, that's a weird typo. Um, We find out Tom and Winston
2: fell asleep after drinking that entire bottle of rum and they're looking out the window like, what's going on?
0: And then they hear the siren like, oh, shit. So we've, I don't think we've ever established what floor they're on, but we now know they're at least eight floors up. Uh, Jack and Victor and Isa's apartments. So they they run down the stairs and Winston gets his fake leg caught in a tangle of wires. He pulls his body away from the fake leg and as he's like shifting and moving it unplugs from this box on the wall and when he does that he he loses his balance he starts hopping hits a couch and it falls over pinning him to the ground he goes i'm done for save yourself go on without me and tom looks at him and goes
1: i okay and runs out the door and he runs outside and dives in the grass Uh, they see Navi come up. What were you drinking
0: last night? Orange juice? Sure you were, chief. So, we see the, uh, I think he's the gaffer, the guy who's pulling the building down. He's, he's hitting this button, but nothing's happening. Well, come to find out, the wire that Winston unplugged when his light, his fake leg got stuck, was very crucial to this And uh, Tom comes up and goes, uh, uh, Tom runs up to him and they say, the building's still standing. Winston comes up, hits him across the face with his fake leg. He goes, so am I. And we have some credits. We come back. The apartments are, you know, Pretty much set up. They're still bringing in some things. And we found out Councilor McVitie is now under investigation for massive property development fraud. He was taking buyouts from construction companies and letting them pull buildings down. And then occupants, they can go to the care home, they can go over here and live, they can go somewhere else and live. So, upon being found guilty, he would face some time in, uh, you know, their prison system. And for this, I I didn't mention it, but there was like a small running gag in this episode. When they cleaned out the apartments the first time, uh, Jack asked Victor where his old scud books are. He goes, I don't have any. And then Isa's all teary-eyed and she goes to leave and she comes back and she goes, uh, Victor, I think uh, one of your boxes uh, was dropped and it didn't really hold up. He goes, well, what was it? She goes, a bunch of old porny books. After this news of the counselor under investigation, this guy comes in with a box. And he says, well, where do you want this at? What is it? Uh, porny books. Jack and Victor both go. They're his. And that's the end of Down and Out and the end of Season 7. I think Season 8 and Season 9, they're a little bit more solidified now that they kind of have... They've retconned some things and they kind of solidified others. Um, But I don't remember... Very much from season 8 or 9. Um, I watched seasons 1 to 6 like a ton of times. Just sit and just watch and listen to it. By the newer seasons, I think season 7 is the one I've seen the most.
2: I didn't really go back and re-watch 8 and 9 a lot. So yeah, that's going to do it. You can find the podcast on
0: Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. And next time, I'll be starting Season 8 and covering the episodes Fly Fishing, Grim Up North, and Balls Up on the next episodes of Television.